This is Working the Beat. It is Tuesday, December 14, 2021. I'm Kevin Kennedy. Thanks for joining us. Mr. Kern and I together this week on the Tuesday Night Show. Friday, we have a guest, Mr. Mr. Kern. I didn't inform you of this one. Okay. Uh, we have Gonzo. I love Gonzo. Yeah. I love his wife more, but I love Gonzo. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Colleen. Colleen is a sweetheart, and uh, that she is, and, and and so is Gons. Gons now with Sports Illustrated. So, uh, you know, what's weird, Kevin? People move around so much now. I don't even know where they're at. It's yeah. like you know. That's why I told you, Gons is at Sports that's Illustrated. Well, it's the nature of the business. Yes, right now, but it's confusing because it used to be that people were somewhere forever. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> You know, Gonzo. Oh, where he? Where's he working? <laughs> we'll do. Uh, we'll do a little bit of a holiday, holiday, holiday check-in with Gonz from the West Coast, and uh, get his feelings on Eagles and Washington football team. And uh, maybe by then, Ben Simmons will be traded. Who knows? Um, I don't think it's going to happen that fast. I think. I, I think we're coming towards the end, though. No, 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 no. But I think the end is still it, because December fifteenth is happening. I understand that people are all excited because now we're hearing rumors, the Woj rumor, which means somebody told Woj, because that's how Woj gets most of his stuff and all those guys. Don't, yes, don't you bad mouth Woj. Are, no, no. I'm just saying. You I know. know how it works. I know. Okay? Oh, yeah. Or Shams. Or anybody. It's just Schefter. I mean, that's how they got to do their jobs. But, you know, if Schefter reports something, it's probably half the time because how he told him or an agent told him, well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I just think it means that there's more teams talking, but they're still not getting what they want. And I just don't see them caving in cause it's December 15th. I, I just don't really, I can see it maybe happening in another month before the trade deadline, uh, whatever, but in mm-hmm. this COVID situation, well, I don't well, know if that makes it worse or any, you know, the fact that guy may make it a little more complicated. Sure. Well, yeah, but you got to figure if a guy's on COVID, he's probably just not playing. You know what makes me just talking about the Sixers is the fact that Joel's missed 11 games. And I know a lot of that was COVID. I, I get it. Yeah, I can't really but, avoid that one. But we know even going into the season, he's only going to play 60 to 65 games. We know that. Mm-hmm. And it just bothers me. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to pick on him because he can, but at some point, if you're really, really, really serious, about being the best player in the NBA, or don't you have to get in better shape than he is? I, oh my I, mean, God, I can't, you know. This wasn't an out of shape injury. I get that, but it, yeah, I, I mean, was, how do you get in shape was, against COVID? I mean, I know Kevin, but I'm just saying it, it's it's like a recurring theme. We're uh, only because you're December. saying that he's still taking maintenance nights like he did last night. It's just it's it's. I just worry that. He's going to miss 20, 25 games, which is fine. Their record without him is three and eight, okay, which isn't good. But the, when you get to the playoffs, if this team is ever going to make mm-hmm. a 21-game run or longer than that maybe, you know, I worry. I, I just do. And I know there's more time off in the playoffs. So sometimes you do play like a night, off night, night. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I, and I, I love him. He's he, he's he, he's a great player when 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 he can be. Uh, he's playing without Simmons, which which makes it harder because some nights Tobias does it. They don't really have a second guy. Not that Ben was always the second guy, but they really don't. And yeah. Danny Green's having some just. Well, that's another comment. I mean, that's a yeah, whole but, difference. But when you're a team that's trying, look. If, if, if they're willing to throw this season away, that's fine. You know, you didn't get past the second round the la- since 2001 anyway. So if you only if you don't get past the second round this year, I, I guess. But this team was a team that we all thought. Oh, didn't, now, didn't whoa, 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 whoa. Not I, this team. Not this no, team. No. no, but I'm talking about when we were going. When the they playoffs. had Simmons and they projected Simmons out. Yes. Right, and and and, and so, you didn't do the process to be a second round team. I get it. No, yeah, it's just it's just. But this it, isn't that team now. No, but it just seems to me that the stance that they're taking, and I understand why they're taking that stance. They helped create this situation. Simmons created a lot, but it's almost like you're saying we're willing to throw this year away, and 
in an Embiid era, I don't know if I'm willing to do that. Now, I don't know if that means you go out Mm. and make the best trade you can on December the 30th. And, you know, you're not getting Dame Lillard unless something happens. Maybe you get Dame Lillard in the offseason. And you're not getting Bradley Beal because the Wizards are in the hunt. And And by the way, Dame Lillard is getting older. And is having like the worst year of his career. And you're not getting CJ McCollum at this point because of the collapsed lung. Right. So and not getting Zach Levine. I mean, his name was mentioned at one point. Chicago's playing well. Uh you so better be I mean, he, he better Daryl Morey better be creative. You're right. I, I have no But I don't know I don't know, Kevin. If the if the idea is to get a top twenty player, which I which think you're not going idea, to. I just don't know where you turn. You know, somebody mentioned Kemba Walker. I don't want Kemba Walker. Why do I want Kemba? Why, why no, would I trade him to the Knicks? He's no good anymore. He's not Kemba Walker. Why would I trade him to the Knicks? He's going to cost you a fortune. Why, why would I trade Ben Simmons to the Knicks? You well, know, no, no. They were talking like if it was a three-way trade well, or no, something. That's fine. Uh, look, I'll be honest. Like There are two places right now, and maybe it's out of pure spite that I would not trade Ben Simmons. One is New York, and the other is okay. Los Angeles. Yeah. I wouldn't. I well, just I don't think either of those places. I mean, look, let's say... L.A. for sake of argument, I don't want Westbrook. What do I want Westbrook for? I the, the Lakers don't want Westbrook, so I'm going to trade them Simmons to maybe help them, and that's what I'm getting back. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't want. I don't want 33 year old guys. I don't. I don't care if he's going to the Hall of Fame. I don't care if he can be a triple double. They have to think of this as what's going to help their team be better come the postseason and then going forward into next year. I take Jalen Brown, right? but I don't think that's happening. Um, If I was the Sixers, what I would root for is some of those teams where maybe I, I like a guy to kind of go bad. Like now everybody's talking about Sacramento because they're a train wreck for the, like the 20th straight year. But who do you want from Sacramento? I mean, I don't want De- DeAndre Fox's maxi, right? Basically. Yeah. Okay, so... Do you want Buddy Heald? Not really. And what's the other guy that everybody talks about? The point guard guy? Um, the pretty good player. Everybody was mentioning him. And God forbid, I, I've seen one Sacramento game in the last three years. But I'm just saying, I think Daryl Morey, through maybe no fault of his own or maybe fault of his own or whatever, maybe it's just a situation, they've painted themselves into a corner that's going to be hard to get out of. You, you talk about Rashawn, or you're, not talk, you're talking uh, Halliburton, right? Halliburton, right. People were talking about him like he was a pretty good player. But the Sixers, because of what they're painting themselves into a picture where if they make a trade that the fan base doesn't deem. Um, Mike, I'm not sure. It, I know what you're saying, and you're right. Um, I, but I also believe that the fan base is realistic to know that, you know, he's not coming back here. But so. it makes you look stupid if you come out and say, we're not settling for anything less than a difference maker. I think that was the, the term they used or something close to that. And then you don't get a difference maker. Because then people will say, why don't you just trade him in in, uh, in September and at least get, get whoever those other people you're getting and have a season. I mean, they're playing as if Simmons has an injury right now. Like he's been out with an injury, which is fine. You know, I mean, that the, the New Orleans is playing without um, Williamson because he's injured. Right. It happens. But um, I just don't think the Sixers in this are ever going to get what they think they should get. That That's just my take on it. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I just don't see if, if you name the five or six or seven players that maybe, and I don't even know if like McCollum would make me happy. Because I, I, don't oh, I, I would take CJ McCollum in a heartbeat. But he's not the difference maker. He, he's a good no, player. no. But he's never been an All Star, Kevin. Mike, I mean, I, Mike, I understand that, but I also one. I, I know this is going to sound stupid. I think we, I think that term All Star is thrown around. That's fine. A little you're, too you're, loose. You're right. And making the All Star team in the West is harder. I, I understand. I that. mean. Do I think C.J. McCollum could be a key player on a team that has aspirations of winning a couple rounds of the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does it, it narrow the gap between the Sixers and the Bucks and the Sixers and Brooklyn? No, probably and not. They still, well, they still need a point guard, even if they make that That's trade. fine. Um, which, and the Sixers' well, problem is they, all, they need a point guard and they need a guy 
who can beat her number two scorer. Who, and it's not Tobias. Tobias is not that guy. It's probably McCollum. Last night, Tobias should have taken 25 shots. Right. It's pro- Mike, it's probably McCollum. McCollum probably I know that, is your but I, And I'm not, I'm not saying that's horrible, but I don't think that's... All I'm saying is Daryl Morey, when you come out and say what he said... He's going to talk well, everything up. I mean, I don't blame him for fine. doing that. But then, then, then don't try to sell me if you get McCollum, if that's what you get. And I'm not sure you're going to get him. But if you get him, don't try selling me that that was like getting um, Dame. That's all I'm saying. And, that, and that's fine. I can live with McCollum because I don't think they're going to do much better than that. I really don't. I don't think the I don't think Boston's trading with them and giving them Jalen, unless and then other teams. This is going to be the great part. They're going to ask for Maxi. They're going to say, "Well, you know, we're really no, you're not trading Maxi. I would trade Bible, but I'm not trading trade Maxi. You know, say give give us. We'll take Ben off your hands. Throw Maxi in, and we'll give you a really good player. And you're going to be like, or okay. or, or Thibel would be probably the the other option. Yeah. And Thibel just had a great night the other night. Everybody says he's one of the better defensive players in the league. So it's possible. I don't really know if you want to get rid of it. I know he's a bad offensive player. Well, yeah. But he did a pretty good job on, on one of the great players in the game the other night. I mean, you know, you I can't mean, discount that because if you trade Ben, you're trading a pretty good defensive guy. So, well, at this point they are, they're just, what Cedar, what Cedar they now? Somebody told me they were only like three and a half games out of, of like first place. They were, I believe, the seven seed, which means you're in the playing game. Now they're the wow. six now. They're six, four, four and a half out of first. Okay. Um, you want you want a surprising number with them? Sure. Okay. Well, there's a couple in here to this point. Six and six at home. Yeah. They're nine and seven on the road. Yeah. Oh and five in the division. That sounds like the Eagles. Oh, and five in the division. Yeah. Well, hey, look. Um, I mean, you're talking Brooklyn, you're talking Boston, you're talking Toronto, and you're talking the Knicks. Now, obviously, they've lost. That you know, they they haven't played well in the division against the Knicks. In conference, they are nine and seven. So. Yeah, I mean, they are what they are, Kevin. They're 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 not a bad team. They're not an elite team. No. And we're twenty eight games into it, so there's a lot of time. Game in, and but that this is, and God forbid. If God forbid something happens to Joe, where he goes down for three weeks again, or or you know, so they're done. I mean, they're they're, and I know he's not playing like he was last year as far as the numbers go, but he has nights when he has really really is off. But man, I mean, without him, whew, they're um. What what's you know. what's frustrating is you could beat a team like Golden State like they did the other night, and then you just lay an egg like last night. It's the NBA, it's the NBA Kevin. It you is. Know. It is. You know, I mean, it's it's just that's why like people to bet the NBA. I'm just like, okay, go for it, man. I mean, but you know, I mean, Memphis has been without John Morant, and they've won like seven straight games. How is that possible? Um, while we're on the subject of the NBA, and this accompanies the NBA, the NFL, and the NHL, um, you know, a lot of news. You know, as we're recording this on Tuesday night, Giannis has been ruled out for Wednesday because of COVID protocols. The Nets now have seven players out with COVID. This protocol, Kevin, mean that you have tested positive or that you've been around somebody who tested positive? Uh, went into the protocols. List the five. It just says a player must be out either a minimum of 10 days or return two negative PCR tests at least 24 hours apart. So his his status uh, for Christmas Day is out. Uh, so basically, or is in doubt. So basically, I'm assuming that these players, a lot of these players, are vaccinated, right? Yeah, but there's still a question if you if you are symptomatic. Sure. No, no, I get it. Yeah, I I understand it. So that doesn't mean you can't. Yeah, I'm just trying to get a wrap my head a little bit around, you know, why this is happening. Um. Well, and, and obviously, I mean, if we, if we go down. Yeah, the Bulls have had two games called off this week. Yeah, um, the Lakers hockey teams, hockey teams have had some games called off, right? The, yeah, the 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 Flames right have the Islanders did last week, right? Uh, the Lakers have canceled practice. Uh, on the Lakers in the uh, NBA cancel practice. Yeah. Try to see at the NHL. Um, and there's another topic with the NHL. We'll get back to in a minute, but 
Well, it's the winner, and we uh, know what uh, happens. Oh, uh, Carolina, Carolina have four more. Uh, they've had their and, game. And there's a lot of NFL teams that have a lot of guys right now in protocols uh, for the same thing. But again, well, look at what the, the look what happened with the, the Rams winner. last night with Josh Norman, who, yeah, or not, in the not winter, Josh Norman. Um, this is what happens in the winter. But of course, a lot of people in this country don't believe this because you know whatever. It, it's in it, the winter time. The, the cases are going to go up because people are indoors. They're not, you know. And, and now we have this new variant that's going to come here at some point uh, and start. Oh, it's here, but you know, yeah, doing whatever it's going to do. So yeah, the next three months until we get to the spring. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying we're going to be back where we were a year ago, but uh, you know, they're already telling you, you know, to be careful about your holiday plans and stuff like that. Uh, you're going to have to have a proof of vaccination now to go out and eat in Philadelphia. Well, I I want to get into that in a second, but are we heading to a point? Obviously, yeah, we've seen some games called, but are we heading towards more of a, 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 like the NHL is one that's strange to me, okay? Because they're taking a month off for the Olympics in theory, but there there is a, a kicker clause, if you will, that is, so many games get postponed that the NHL can hold back from the Olympics and not send their players to Beijing because they have to make, use that time to make well, it up. There was all, there was already talk this week that because of the protocols that might be in place in Beijing that they that they're starting to have second thoughts about that. I, I read a yeah, story Connor where, McDavid actually was expressed concern about the Olympics. Wants to make sure well, it's safe. Well, for remember what what uh, Jay Wright went through when, yeah. when the basketball team was there. I mean. Jay said that he basically wasn't out of his room for, what was it, three weeks? In, in Japan, you know, right. Right, in Tokyo. Other, than, other than going to a practice or or, or whatever. Uh, so, hey, I, I could see the NHL at some point just saying, you know what? Connor, um, Connor McDavid you know, called the idea potentially of potentially having the quarantine up to five weeks in China following a positive COVID-19 COVID. test as unsettling. Yeah. Do you want to spend five weeks in China? I mean, but then there's that three to five week quarantine thing. It's been floating out there, obviously unsettling. If that's going to be the case, that you're over there, so basically you would miss Kevin. A large portion. The world, it's yeah. the world. It's the brave new world that we live in. If I was an athlete, now if I'm an individual athlete, that's different. You know, I've, I've trained my whole life to, you know, ski or something or go, whatever. If I'm the if I'm these NHL players, the tw- the twenty that are going to go over there for the U.S., the twenty that are going to go over. For Canada or, or whoever else, do I really want to do that? I mean, I don't know. You know, is 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 trying to win an Olympic gold medal worth? Like you said, if God forbid you test positive, you can't leave China for five weeks. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the NHL, the NHL was not thrilled about the idea because look, for the NHL, it doesn't really do much. Games are going to be playing in the middle of the night. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's not the impact that you've had when it was in Salt Lake City or Vancouver. Or- I remember the year that um, Canada beat the U.S. when Cosby scored. I think it was an overtime goal. Uh, and it was pretty cool. You know, it was U.S. But to be honest with you, I say this all the time. I don't care if Serena Williams ever wins a gold medal in, in tennis. Now, she might care. Mm-hmm. Might be I care that she's won 23 majors. Right. That's what I care about. I care that Tiger Woods has won 15 majors in golf. I don't care if you ever wins a gold medal in the Olympics, but that's me. You know, those sports have their four majors every year. So, but yeah, Justin Rose won a gold medal and said, Hey, I'm sure he's proud of it. Uh, I, I, these hockey players, I mean, you know, most of them want to skate around with the Stanley cup. That's what they play for. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't have, but I'll tell you what, if I was one of the 20 guys going over there for, I'd be scared. I think, Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. And it's China. There's so much goofy crap with China. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on with this tennis player and, and um, you know, the things they, they just had. They came out today and said something. Oh, my God. There was something that they said about that we're not the real democracy, that the, the, the new democracy is really what they do. I mean, it's scary. It really is. But, hey, they got awarded the game, so. Yeah, I mean, so you so I guess the bottom line is, you don't see that we're going to have a shutdown here on the I don't sports. think a league is going – I think the only way a league is shut, going to shut down, it would have to be like an epidemic. 
I know it's a pandemic, but I mean, it would have to be to the point where like seven or eight or nine or 10 teams couldn't play mm-hmm. because that would affect half the schedule. That would affect almost the whole schedule. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's only two teams here, you know, maybe two weeks from now, it's two other teams. Uh, you know, as we saw last year with the Flyers, it affected the Flyers and kind of turned their season, you know, around. We don't know if that was the reason, but uh, no, nah, I, I think you have to go to really, really, really drastic measures to, because let's say the NBA three weeks from now says, okay, we're going to shut down for, for two weeks. Right. Well, how do you know when you come back after two weeks that the problem, what does that do to the problem? Yeah. And, and there's not, the wiggle room with yeah, there's a lot of complications too in a sense of do you extend the season out? Well, you know, I that's what they have minor leagues for, Kevin. You could you know, you bring guys up from your yeah. triple A and you just say, Hey, this is the way it is. It, it maybe it's not fair, but this is the way it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, like I think Harden Harden uh, with the Nets, right? He's tested, or well, he's in the protocol. He's in the protocol, right? Chicago's got protocol issues. Um, hey, it, you know, it's, it, it, I, I mean, the Sixers have dealt with it this year. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and there, and there is actually a legitimate question of the Sixers had it really bad, but they didn't get the the opportunity to skip games. Well, who who makes that decision? That's that's a great question. I guess I'm the league. It's, not, I'm, it's a league issue. It's got to be the league. I mean, I'm assuming now why they would tell like who who is it? Chicago uh, missing two games? Yeah. The okay. Why they would make that decision on Chicago, and why like it wasn't the Sixers? I I, I don't know. I I don't have the faintest idea, unless maybe there's a rule that says that you have to have like if so many players. But I've never heard that. Like if you know if six players aren't available, then you're not going to play. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm in the dark there, Kevin. I, and I haven't read the story about the Bulls to figure out why that was done. I don't know. And now you're going to have these issues. You know, you're going to have all these issues with traveling to Toronto. Yeah. You know, this is going to start over. Uh, and in the NHL, you have what six, five teams in Canada, six teams in Canada. Yeah. So that's going to start because last year it wasn't they all they only played themselves until the playoffs. Well, there is there there has been things where if you're unvaccinated you can't travel into Canada. Right. At this point. But we're going to get to the point where you know if, if if the two countries start putting more strict measures back as they were for a while, who knows? Yeah, I, I don't you know, if you get to Canada and you god forbid you 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 know test positive or whatever and you got to stay in Canada for whatever I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how all that works. Scary times, man. And and these aren't even people that are sick. No, per se. I mean, they're just people that have tested. And the one thing you hope, if enough people get vaccinated, enough people get the boosters, that even if they test positive, they're just not going to get sick or very sick mm-hmm. or have to go in the hospital. Which, which is the whole point, of course, of getting vaccinated. It's not to end the disease. It's not going to do that per se. But it is going to mitigate it a lot. But of course, some people don't believe that, or whatever, for whatever reasons, you know, they don't want to adhere to that. That okay, and that's where we're at. Yeah. Um. So that is the Sixers slash NBA. Well, let me let me go one more thing on this. The uh, city obviously has put in a new requirement. Uh, you have to show proof of vaccination to attend a game at Wells Fargo Center. Uh, starting after January 3rd, you also need proof to go to a restaurant, uh, a bar, uh, to sit in a cordoned off area, eat because also of the link. If you're going to eat, like if you're going into the back, I've read that if you're going in a boot, if you're going into the boxes, you have to be vaccinated. Yeah, but if right, you are right. in an open air area, you right. are, you are okay. Um, right. which get, um, uh, which gets to a which gets to a whole question of you know, I, I thought of this yesterday. You know, I, I look so much of season ticket holders right now try to make some of their money back on the secondary market. Um, I think you're going to see a collapse in the secondary market for for the Sixers and Flyers right now. One because the teams aren't doing well, 
Two, the fact that you're going to have to show this proof and, and all that. I think it's a major, major issue for them going forward here. I have, I have, Kevin, since I'm not a guy that goes to games, I don't have an answer for you because I don't know how I would feel if somebody said, hey, do you want to go you know, to the game well, on Saturday? Okay. Are, are, are the teams required to refund you if you are not vaccinated? Don't know. I haven't the foggiest idea, Kev. I don't know. That's a good question. I, and I don't have an answer. I mean, to me, that would be like, okay, you're, I'm not allowed there. Well, yeah. you wonder if it's going to hurt restaurants in Philadelphia, because now I've they, they've interviewed restaurant owners on TV, and some of them were happy. Yeah. They said, "Hey, this will help us," be, because you, you know them. We, but a lot of them I, are already I, suffering from short staffs, and now sure. you're yeah. throwing another but, person who has to basically be a check. But again, a card I check. I can go. Two mi- a mile to Bucks County and sure. not have to worry about it. Yeah, I could go to Yakme in Bucks County and not have to wear a mask. I could pay yeah. less for it's, it's all. Oh yeah, the whole look, the whole. It, it, and again, it gets back to the fact that if the whole world would just get vaccinated, it wouldn't end everything. It would. It would no. It, but it would go a long way when when eighty five percent of the people who are sick right now or in a hospital, or God forbid, dying, are unvaccinated, what more do I need to know? This is what I don't understand. I know people have religious beliefs. I I know people think the government is being too. I go back to the whole thing of, you're asking me to wear a mask. Okay, do I want to wear a mask? No. When I go to my gym, I said this to my, my, I went up to the gym the other day, it says, big sign, right on the front. You have to wear a mask to come in. So, okay, go in. Half the people in there don't have, aren't wearing a mask. So, basically, what are they saying to me? I'm, I'm disobeying the Pennsylvania law because I think the law sucks. Well, it's city law, right? It's a city thing, right? Uh, well, maybe it is because it's, it's always city. Okay, whatever law it is, all I'm saying is, why would you defy the law? If I'm in there wearing my mask... Don't I have as much? And it says right on the front when you come in, have to have a mask. But again, people think because they run around saying the government's asking this is unconstitutional. Unconstitutional what? That somebody's asking you to wear a mask so that maybe you don't make somebody sick or they don't make you sick? That's unconstitutional? Please, please. All right. I'm going to get off this because I made a point that I don't really – you know, I, I I don't mind mentioning this stuff because it does tie in the sports, but it also gets a little bit. That's fine. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the Eagles on Friday when we have Gonzo on. Uh, you know, there was nothing this weekend that really made me change my mind about where this could be going. It's got to come down to the two games against Washington. If you, if you sweep them, I think you get in. If you don't. Oh, if you sweep them, you're in. Yeah. You're, you're going to be in. Because you should beat the Giants, and that means you win three out of four. and Or four out of four, depending upon what the Cowboy game is. You know, means. last night kind of opened the door again if Dallas, for Dallas to maybe sneak in as a Kevin, one. people, I'm trying to, listen to me. It's not about Dallas trying to get the top seed, necessarily. If they're the fourth seed going into the last weekend, and they could move up to two or yeah. three, by a win and maybe somebody loses, that's a big deal. You don't want to be the fourth seed no. if you can. So everybody thinks it's just about Dallas trying to get that buy. Remember, by the way, that Dallas does have Arizona the week before. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... So a, a lot big, of their fate could be settled by then. There's no difference to me, or not a big difference if you're two or three, except for the fact that you could host that, which is a big deal, I guess. Mm-hmm. So getting from four to two is a big deal. But nobody talks about that. They're no. just like, you know, well, Dallas might not be able to get the, the of course. No. But they might be able to move up and get an easier opponent in the first game. I mean, if you're the two seed, you might be playing the Eagles. Yep. Uh, Jalen Hurts is scheduled to start. Sure. Why not? Yeah. He, unless his ankle's no good. All right. And apparently he's been cleared, so he's all set to go. So. Just don't let them be trailing ten nothing in the in the third or ten by ten points. In That's the when the drama quarter. begins. That's when the fun begins. Oh yeah, absolutely. And but and the thing is, Washington's banged up. Washington's oh, got yeah. some injuries. 
They've got COVID. a couple guys in COVID. Um, it's not a full – I still think it's going to be an ugly kind of Washington Eagles game. Yeah. Quez but, Watkins is in COVID protocols for the Eagles, we should point out. Who is? Who Quez, is? Quez Watkins. Okay. I think this is the most important game of the Eagles season. Not that they couldn't win at Washington in a couple weeks. They could. They could get – but if they lose this game, I just think it leaves kind of a bad taste. Mm-hmm. Which everyone and they haven't played great at home, right? They haven't been the greatest home team. If you lose this, you could still make the playoffs, but it just you know they they can't lose to the Giants. No. If they lose to the Giants twice, they they should forfeit the playoff spot, just on automatic principle. Um, but I think they're going to probably go three and one or two and two. Yep. I don't know which, and I don't know if that's enough. I guess it depends on what the Vikings do, right? Or what the uh, who else? It's the the yeah. 49ers, I think, probably are going to get in. Although I don't know what their schedule. I like. don't think Carolina or this or the Saints. They remember they have the tiebreaker on both of them. They have, yeah, Carolina stinks. I'm sorry, I love Matt Rule, but they need a quarterback. Um, the uh-huh. Saints, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. They know. have a tiebreaker on the Saints. Yeah, that's true. The only one, um, the only two teams they don't have tiebreakers on right now are the Niners. And the Vikings. The Niners, they lost two head-to-head. The right. Vikings have a better conference But, but is it different, Kevin? If it, 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 it could be a three-team tie, too. Yeah, but, then, but then, it could be, then it could be record against common opponents or whatever. Yeah, or I, I don't know. But I, well, I, conference, I mean, record, I conference record would probably be the first one. What is their shot right now? Like, what is their, like, 30%? Is that about what they are? Or, or, uh, let me check how good the ESPN while we're. Because I think theirs was actually higher than Washington's. I think. Well, I, th- I think people look at, yeah, because Washington still has Dallas again in what I think people believe is. They have Dallas again? Yeah. They get Dallas next week. Like, in, after this okay. week, then I, they get I, Dallas. I, uh, yeah. At Dallas. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, you were, yeah. So Washington almost has to beat the Eagles twice, you would think. Yeah. The Eagles, the Eagles remaining strength of schedule is 482. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the remaining the strength of victory though is only three sixty five for the Eagles. Okay, yeah, but what hurts. I'm saying is, what is their playoff probability? I, they don't have that listed. They I'm, don't have that. Okay, that's okay. All right, they win tiebreaker over Atlanta based on head to head win. Division tiebreaker is initially used to eliminate New Orleans. Atlanta wins tiebreaker over New Orleans based on head to head win percentage because don't, don't no don't, let's not get into that. It was I'm just far telling you this is what. Yeah, I don't care. The Eagles they, right now are in the nine spot in the NFC. Yeah, but they got uh, yeah okay that's that's fine. But they basically control their fate because if they if they can win, if they go three and one, I think they got a fairly decent chance of getting in. By the way, only <laughs> one NFC team is out of the playoffs. Yeah, and that would be the uh, Jack no Jacksonville no. Jaguars, the Lions. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, there's three in the AFC: Jacksonville, Houston, and the Jets. Yeah. Urban Meyer, that was a good hire. I, I like that. Is he gonna, I, you, I, I, you know what? He can't their, owner, their owner came out and said, look, their owner came out and said, uh, I mean, he's going to owe Urban Meyer a hell of a lot of money if they fire him. Yeah, but he I, hasn't. I, that, that's not the point. And the point, I mean, it was a bad hire from every, but okay, so they did. They, they hired him. And you have this number one quarterback that now, he's done like five things this year that are just beyond stupid. Just beyond stupid because he was the king of college football mm-hmm. or the second king of college football. And that's great. But he is so overmatched at, at there right now that it's just whatever. Won't make a Shad Khan said he won't make a hasty decision on Urban Meyer. He said yeah, that. Don't on, make a hasty decision. Just, you know, whatever. Um, said Monday evening, he will do what he he's done with every coach he's hired. Take a look at all the facts, speak with as many people as possible, and then make a rational decision. If if Urban Meyer is a one and done, is this the biggest failure among a college coach going pro? Well, he'd be the only one and done. I mean, look. Well, Lou uh, Holtz was Saban a one was and a, done. Saban was only at Miami two years. Yeah. Lou, Lou Holtz was a one and done. Lou Holtz, I don't even think, made it through to one. No, he quit. He quit. Dick, Dick McPherson. Um, Spurrier, Spurrier was there, I think, four years, three, four years, whatever he was there. Dick McPherson. Yeah. But guys do work. I mean, the guy at the Cardinals is doing very well. Yeah, he does. Um, there are guys that I think Matt Rule, even if he ever gets a quarterback, will do well. Even well, Barry Switzer, even Barry Switzer, who we all kind of chuckle and laugh at because he took over Jimmy's team, 
Switzer did get to an NFC Championship game and then win a, won a Super Bowl. Kevin. I know. He, he doesn't have to apologize for anything. I don't care if he won with I'm just, somebody else's guys. He won a Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't care. You know, he had three He had three Hall of Famers. I, I, well, more than that, probably. No. Oh, yeah, Barry, about five. Barry yeah. Switzer could coach. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Urban Meyer, if you put him back with a college program, I guarantee you'll have him winning 10 games in two years. There's no, there's no doubt, but he, you know, he, these guys think that they can do it at that level. It's hard. It's a different football game. It's you were, t- you, you said three Hall of Famers, and obviously the big three. Right. I'm sure there was somebody else in that team that was a Hall of Famer. Well, Nate, had to be. Nate Newton, Charles Haley. Yeah. They had a bunch of them. Yeah. Eric uh, Williams. Look, if Nick Saban had gotten Drew Brees, right? That, that was what they were trying to do when yeah. Drew Brees became a free agent. Yep. They tr- and they didn't get him. No. Maybe if he'd gotten Drew Brees, who that was knows? A, that was a doctor that got in the way. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think Nick Saban should regret. I mean, he lied. Yeah. He should regret the lying. But what he's done at Alabama, he's he's the greatest coach, I think, in college football history. All right. So, I'm going to shift, shift gears here on our final segment. All right. So, many of you know I am a writer – member of the baseball writers association and this is always one of mike's least favorite times of the year uh because we... no, i find it enjoyable the debate i just find it unenjoyable that you have to participate and then it becomes not you right. I, I think you probably you're one of the many guys kevin who i'm sure does it the right way yeah but there's just too many guys that don't do it the right way for whatever reason and it just kind of messes it up. That's all. All right. So this is the baseball hall of fame balloting we're talking about. Um, so this is a big year, obviously, because of a, a couple factors. One, it's Kurt's, it's Kurt's last year. There, there are four guys on their last year on the ballot. Um, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, Sammy Sosa. Okay. Three steroid guys. And Shell and and Schilling. Who it, came the closest last year? Schilling got seventy one point one percent of the vote. You need uh, three hundred and one votes. He fell sixteen votes short. So you need seventy five percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you think? Okay. Let's let's start there. Does he get? Does he get sixteen more votes? No. And why do you think that mm-hmm. is? Because I think the way Kurt. Now this isn't for me. Okay. I, I, no, I hear you. Uh, I think the way Kurt went about it alienated a lot of people who did vote for him by saying to take me off the ballot. I don't respect you anyway. Blah 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 right. blah. There are people who hold his politics against him. There are right. some people who just feel like he's a borderline Hall of Fame guy. Uh, okay. I don't agree with that. Okay. Um. I, right. But, but what I, I'm saying is, this is what upsets me. Mm-hmm. Is that whatever you think of Kurt Schilling. Mm-hmm. It should be what you think of Kurt Schilling, the player. Right. I can think Kurt Schilling's an asshole. I don't have to agree with his politics. He's entitled to his politics. Okay, that's what this country is about. But and what he said last year might, you know, probably wasn't the right thing to say. Right. But if that's why he's not going in, and I'm not saying that's why he, that's wrong. You know, if, if you can look me in the eye and say, I'm not voting for him because I don't think he may, he, that's fine. I, that, that, right. You might be right, you might be wrong. Mike, my, my point. That's the problem with this vote. Right. Is my, that there are guys who are going to decide this. Oh, and I agree. And, you know, I, I get it. There was stuff and after before, January. What you, would you put him on? I, I will tell you right now, I have him on my ballot. Okay, that's fair. Um, Did you have him last year, Kevin? Yes, I've had him on every year I've had a ballot. That's fine. Okay. Um, he's the best big game pitcher of our generation. Um, and and I know some people because of his comments after January six. Uh, got squ- I, mi- I missed that. I oh, mean, like, it, he, he did. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. I mean, but like really bad, or or he became a bit of a cheerleader. How's that? Okay, that's that's fair enough. Okay. Um. But again, I almost view it like this, and this is my own opinion. Uh, if I don't put him in, okay, if I don't put him in because of that, okay, 
It's not a criminal case, I should point out. No. Um, if I don't put him in because of that, in a way, I am giving him more of a platform to go and become almost, I, I hate saying, a victim. Well, Kevin, if you have voted for him all these years... Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to yank my vote away because of that. You can't take him off your ballot. No. Now, I did take my, my vote away from one person this year. Now, you can vote for 10, right? Yeah. And how many people are on the ballot, if I might ask? Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20... 30. Okay, so you're... Okay, that, okay. All right. Okay. Um, And you can write in a guy, too. Like, no, you, you could write in You could write in Pete Rose, right, if no, you wanted no, to. No, you can't. Oh, you can't? No, I didn't no, know that. No, you I, can't. There, there, oh, is, no. there is... Jack McCaffrey has... And a few other people have long put a write-in vote for Pete Rose, but they are technically thrown out, those votes. And why is that? Because... Because he's not eligible. Oh, okay. Okay, no, that's fair. I okay, that's fair. Yeah, he's not eligible. It's a protest vote, right? It's it says that you should have the right to vote for Pete Rose, but it's a protest vote, and it's not okay on there. Um, I did take one vote away from a person this year. I did not vote for Omar Vizquel. Um, okay, Omar Vizquel is currently being investigated for uh, some uh, sexual. Um, her, well, sexual abuse, I think, may have been the one complaint. The other was like a sexual harass, uh, a, a domestic battery charge, I think, was brought okay. up towards him. I just didn't feel comfortable okay. putting him back on my ballot uh, until everything is resolved with that. Um, and that's different than the Schilling case. It is. It, it, I mean, you know, I don't, I'm kind of clearing up why I, I took him off my ballot. I'll give you some. How, how, about, how about the three steroid guys? All right. Well, the. All right, let me also clarify. There are some big-name additions in this year. So I'll run down the names, and I will give you – I'll run down some of the names. And I voted for Bonds and Clemens. I voted for them the last couple of years. I voted for them, I think, the last three or four years. Um, And my rationale was they are the best players of their generation – um, there was no rule against it in the sport at the time. And so I decided that they were Hall of Fame worthy. So what Barry Bonds did was legal? I mean, he never got caught. He, he never, never got caught. There was no there was no inf- there was no enforcement even technically it was against the rule of the sport, but there was no enforcement of the rule. So and, then what 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 um the McGuire did was the same thing? Nothing wrong? Technically, Maguire's a no, too, yeah. Okay, so why wouldn't you vote for Sosa, then? Okay, because, one, Sosa does have the cork bat thing. Okay. Okay. Two, this is the way I differentiate it. Ready? But is that splitting hairs? I mean, I don't know. Well, I think you're you're forced to split hairs. Okay. In this case. Um, I'll say this. Bonds and Clemens, both are Hall of Famers. Even if you take every case, every case against them, okay, and they began in 1998, okay, like the federal case on Clemens and like the federal case on Bonds both have said, okay, they're both Hall of Famers before that, okay? Now, yeah, they, although, yeah, you're probably right, although Clemens, I think, He was lied. getting to the end of the... Yeah, but I think he lied, which which I kind of hold against somebody when, when you throw Andy Pettit under the bus, when Andy, you know... Was Andy Pettit lying? No. Roger Clemens was lying. So okay. Whatever. So okay. I didn't I did vote for those two. Okay. Okay. There are th- there are there are two big name ones who have been linked to PEDs who came on the ballot this year. One is David Ortiz. Right? I did vote for David Ortiz. David Ortiz, the only alleged link at least to this point has been that 2003 quote-unquote anonymous sample which somehow got reported to the new york times that where his name was on it he never failed the test after that okay i'm sorry i need a little more proof on that okay uh the other name is alex rodriguez and i did not vote for alex rodriguez 
And that's because Alex Rodriguez was directly suspended by the sport four or five years after that uh, because of what was a, a alleged, a, 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 you know, a, a, an incident involving PEDs at that point. And he lied, too. And he lied about it. Yeah. So I did not vote for T, uh, A-Rod. I, did, I have not voted for Manny, who's failed three tests. Okay. Um, I did not vote for Sosa because of his alleged, yeah, because of, honestly, the cork bat and his PED ties. I did this year vote for the first time for Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield has been mentioned as part of the Balco case that he was taking kind of the same stuff that Barry Bonds was, but never was adjudicated in a, in a baseball setting. And he did hit over 500 home runs. And see, see, I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. And this is where the whole problem comes in. Okay. We're making judgments on, so you just mentioned six or seven guys, right? All of that. But this guy, well, it was less. Like, yeah, we sort of knew, but we sort of don't. See, this is the whole problem with all this. To me, you either have to say, screw it, I'm voting for them all. Or, screw it, I'm not voting for any of them. Because I can make the case, I agree with you. Bonds probably was going to go to Hall of Fame. But he didn't have to do what he did. And I know he never got caught. I I know it's all, technically, he never got caught. Technically, Clemens never got caught. Mm -hmm. But it was amazing that when he got to be older, that all of a sudden, he he he, he like became new again. And, and Mike, I I don't disagree with you, and this is part of the reason. Like I think that I I want the Hall of Fame to give me some direction on what they want it to be. Do they want it as a museum? Do they want it as a shrine? I, but until you give me some directions, I'm almost left to to cut my own uh, to cut the right, hairs myself. Kevin, what I'm saying is. You're, you're, you've mentioned some names, and you'll say, like, Gary Sheffield, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt because of this reason. Ortiz, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt because of this reason. But this guy, I'm not going to give the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, to me... Well, no, there, there's a clear difference, Mike, that Ramirez and Rodriguez were both suspended after the league okay, put a, a, a testing that's policy fair. in. That's fair. You're, you're right. But it just seems to me still that we... It, it's like... Like, will Palmara ever get in? No, you he's know? off the ballot. He lied, but he never tested positive, did he? Uh, I mean, he lied in front of Congress. I guess no, but he he was never he never got no he never got suspended. No, right. So that's what I'm saying. Here's a guy who Andy Pettit never runs. was suspended. Yes, right. But he, he hit 500 home runs, which usually gets you in, mm-hmm. and he he made himself look like an idiot in front of Congress. But like I say, it's it once again, it's us as human beings. Making and, our judgment. And, and, and you're right. And, and look, I mean, like, Mark McGuire fell off the ballot. And, uh, you know, did Mark McGuire was my argument always kind of was. And I, I admit that there's a moving target here. Let me ask you a direct question. Without steroids, is Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa Hall of Famers? And I don't think I think the answer is no. But, yeah, but again, we don't know that. Well, like. I don't know. Barry Bonds certainly would not have hit 800 home runs or 762, right? 56 or whatever. 762, right? Um, he wouldn't have. Now he might have hit 550. He might, like you said, he would have been in the. He was on a path to the Hall of Fame, and yeah, he, he won. Let his he won four MVPs. Away. He won four MVPs before no. he even got started. 1998, his ego got in the way. He sure. saw what McGuire and Sosa did. He got upset and said, "I'm going to hit more home runs than they did," and that's what is exactly what he did. And the problem, with, and the problem with this whole era, and you're right, Mike. The problem with this whole era is the guys who were doing this are not in. Okay, that we know in in Bonds and Clements. Okay, but by the same token, the people who kind of looked at it and let it go with a wink and a nod. I'm talking the commissioner, a lot of the managers who have gone in. Yeah, th- they I, all they all benefited off the backs of these guys, and nobody's ever said, "Hey, you know, they're why are they in?" But they didn't do it. I mean, there is a difference between me sitting but, there. But ceiling, if, ro- if Kevin, if you're robbing a bank and I'm watching you rob the bank, and I'm like, oh, okay, and Kevin robs the bank. Well, Kevin robbed the bank. Mike didn't rob the bank. Yeah, if Mike is culpable because. 
Mike saw Kevin rob the bank and maybe Kevin gave him some money after he robbed the bank. I don't. I, I mean, look, I'm not saying there is no right or wrong to all this. Right. I agree that Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds are two, probably two of the greatest players. You know, obviously they are. What am I saying? I mean, yeah. obviously, but it's, it's it's some of their accomplishments are come into question. Yep. Not the early accomplishments, uh, and I don't know if that would have made a difference. You know, is Roger Clemens get in with three Cy Youngs? Of course he does. But now he's got seven or whatever he's got. And, and right. The same with Bonds. But, again, if Barry Bonds made that decision, well, you know, he's got to live with that decision. And now, again, I, and we could argue, well, he never got, you know, he never, you know, in a court of law, he didn't get. Uh, right. You know, he's like O.J. Simpson. He's walking around. I mean. You know, and I'm not equating that with those. I'm just saying, if you're not guilty, if you're not found guilty, he's been found guilty in the court of public opinion. Right. And, you know, but... Uh, um, there's other levels to this as well. I'm almost to the belief, Kevin, that somewhere there should be a place in the Hall of Fame to put guys, mm -hmm. I agree. but then on their plaque say, hey, you know... There was questions, or maybe may, I don't know. There are, there are. I am convinced there are people in the Hall of Fame who have done this already. Oh, there's. Oh, hey, look. And I'm not going to name I, names, but there's there's people I'm convinced. And back I think in the '70s, you know, we went through it here in Philadelphia with the Greenies and stuff. The Greenies. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that made uh, Mike Schmidt a better player, or Larry Bow a better player, or Pete Rose a better player, or whoever was. But still, you know. Uh, there are people who will make the argument that Pete Rose betting shouldn't take away from what he did as a player. Uh, by, the, I mean? by the way, let me let me also state for the record here: the Pete Rose thing has nothing to do with the steroid thing. Oh no, no 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 no! I'm not I'm saying this to you. I'm saying I this can in make general. An argument that Pete Rose, because as far as I know, the betting stuff happened, or at least when as they, a manager when he was a manager. So okay, fine, but he's still as a player. Like, why should that keep him out? I don't know. I, 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 Maybe I'm I wrong. really don't. I, I don't like going down that road. Because to me, honestly, I, my own... But again, Kevin, you're making the same... We're making the same argument we're making with Bonds and Clemens, saying he was going to be in the Hall of Fame anyway. Well, Pete Rose was going to be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. Whether he bet or not bet. You know, after because it happened. Now he was betting on. And I'll make the. And this is where my argument is on the stupidity of keeping him out has been. It's made Pete Rose a bigger martyr. And this sure. is this goes to the yeah. Schilling argument. Yeah. That makes you a bigger martyr when you're not elected in. That somehow you've been wronged. Yeah. And again, you could figure out a way to put a plaque to Pete Rose or something and say he was. He, he broke and it's going to be petty, Cobb's and they're record. not going to do it until he dies, and that's oh, going to be know. absolutely and, wrong. Yeah, but I agree. You say, hey, but then when he was a manager at the Reds, you know, now if somebody has evidence that he bet when he was playing, okay, maybe that's different. I, I, I what do I know? Um, but to me, if you're going to keep them out, you keep them all out. If you're going to put them in, you put them all in. That I don't think we can pick and choose. That that's just me. But you know, I'm not a baseball voter, so it, it, look, it's tough. It is. It is tough. I mean, I know it's tough. That's why I'm glad I don't do it. All right. Let me give you a couple other guys who I voted for and some guys I did not. Who were the first timers this year, Kevin? Well, that, that's that's some of the names I'm going to get to. Um, one of uh, Two of them are local. I did vote for Jimmy Rollins. Okay. Uh, I think defensively, one of the premier shortstops, uh, key figure on a, uh, on a World Series champion, had a long career. Um, and his numbers compare very well to Barry Larkin, who is in the Hall no, of Fame. I have no problem with Jimmy. All right, Ryan Howard is a first-timer. I did not vote for Ryan Howard. I don't think Ryan's a Hall of Famer. I just he don't was, think he, he, was, on, he was on that traje trajectory, but the yeah. injury killed him. You can't do it for five years. No. You can't. Even if the five years were great, which they were. Uh, I'll read you. Here's the list of the first years, guys. Ready? Carl Crawford. I don't know enough about him. Nah, he's not. Prince Fielder. He's the same as Ryan Howard. Not long enough. Yeah, okay. Tim Lincecum. He's an interesting case. Not long enough, though. But right? long, not long enough. Yeah, no. I, did, I did not vote for him. Sandy Koufax, you can put into the Hall of Fame, 
even though he wasn't long enough. Right. Because he was Sandy Koufax. Right. Not Lincecum. Justin Morneau, who does have a couple MVP, uh, at least one MVP. Uh, yeah. but, but no. Joe Nathan, no. David Ortiz, I voted yes. Jonathan Papelbon uh, is a first-year guy. I did not vote for him. Okay. Uh, Jake Peavy, A.J. Perzinski, Alex Rodriguez, Jimmy Rollins, Mark Teixeira. Those what, are the first-year guys. Papelbon's, um, and Teixeira is an interesting name. I, I, I'm, I, my initial thought is no, but I'm sure his numbers for a while weren't bad. Uh what is Papel Bond like on the all-time saves list? Um, I mean, he did have a fairly good career, right? Yeah. Hold on here. I'm, I'm queuing up baseball references. We're doing this. Uh, he has 368 saves. Where's that rank? That's what I'm looking to see at the bottom of baseball reference. It's 10th. Well, that's close. I mean, I'm not saying he gets you in. But I think if you're in the top 10 all time in anything, and saves haven't been around as long as some of the other stats. But still, that's, you know, it's 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 worth considering, I yeah. guess. I I know he was a bad guy, but, you know. Um, which leads me to my other picks. And do, don't guys have to get a certain amount of votes, Kevin, to stay on the ballot? You have right? to get 5%. Okay. Which is roughly about 20 votes. Okay. Okay. Um, here we go. Um, other guys I voted for. I voted for Andrew Jones this year. Interesting name. Ten gold gloves. Yeah. Four hundred and some four hundred and I think thirty four home runs. Yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't vote for him in the past and Wasn't I had he some the rookie of the year, I think, too, or yeah. Um... Yeah. You know, he Yes. It's an interesting name uh, because I don't think defense gets rewarded. I mean, Bill Mazeroski went in the Hall of Fame, but if he didn't hit that home run in the World Series, he he wasn't getting right. in the Hall of Fame. Andrew, it wasn't because of all the double plays he turned. Right. Andrew Jones uh, was on 34% of the ballots last, yeah. last year, so I'm not expecting him to get in. No. And this is the argument I make all the time about Larry Boa. And I know people say, Larry Boa had over 2,000 hits. Mm-hmm. Okay? Tell me how many shortstops finished with over 2,000 hits. Not a you lot. know, not a lot. He had the highest fielding percentage, I believe, in Major League history when he retired. Okay? Him and Concepcion were the two best shortstops of their era until Ozzy came along. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Ozzy, you know, became Ozzy. And, but, like, why aren't defensive players? Like, that's an important part of baseball. Yeah. But, but it's not because all people look at is the hitting numbers. You know, unless maybe you're Bob Boone and you play 20 seasons and people want to make a case for you or something. But nobody ever looks at defensive numbers right. or, or what you're doing. It's, you, you, I mean, 10 gold gloves is pretty – I mean, how many guys have won more than 10 gold gloves? That not be many. No. Like Brooksy, I think Robinson did. Right. And, and, you know, I mean, Schmitty won a lot, but I don't think he won 10. Uh, I can check that out. One like six, seven, eight, somewhere like in there. Uh, Schmidt won how many gold gloves here? Schmidt won ten. Okay. Well, there, there you go. Ten's a pretty good number. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and four hundred and twenty home runs is not a bad number. You know, and he played on a lot of good baseball teams. Yeah. You know. Um. All right. So, who else did I vote for here? Jeff Kent, I voted for. Yeah, I think I think he had a good career. Yeah, he he's the all-time home run leader among second basemen. I know, I know that. Um, Another guy who wasn't real well liked, right? Yeah, he was viewed as an ass. And last year, he got uh thirty-two point four percent of the vote. Mm-hmm. He he finished ahead of Manny Ramirez, by the way, who had twenty-eight point two, and Sosa had seventeen. Um, I voted for it. All right, so Bonds, Clemens, Jones, Jeff Kent, David Ortiz. My next one is Scott Rowland. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I, this is again another vote for defense because I I I think that you know Rowland Rowland has eight Gold Gloves, and I, you know I didn't realize how good def- how good offensively he was at times. 
Um, you know, if you look at war and everything, he hit 281, and he has over 300 home runs. Now, injuries kind of yeah. Injuries kind of shortened him. It, it, the funny thing is, Kevin, and maybe because it's you know his 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 career here was a little weird. Yeah. If you when when you first say Scott Rowland, I don't think Hall of Famer. Now, when you roll the numbers by me, I'm like, okay. Rookie of the year winner, by the way. Yeah. Uh, But again, like I said, my first initial reaction, like when you said Jeff Kent to me, my first reaction was, yeah. You know, Scott, but, but, you know, I mean, you can make the case. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, no, I think he's one. He's kind of like Jimmy Rollins. Right. Rollins is next. Schilling, then Gary Sheffield, which we touched on. And my final one is Billy Wagner. Yeah, who was the toughest one you didn't vote for? Like your 11th guy, if you were going to put an 11th guy. Todd Helton. Okay. Todd Helton is real close. Morneau is in that. Todd Helton kind of like Larry, uh, the the guy who just got in. Well, a little bit like Larry Walker. Walker, Because of the course field thing, yeah, a little bit. And just his numbers, the kind of career he had, you know. I think Morneau is close. You know, the great trivia question with Todd Helton was he was the quarterback at Tennessee when Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Got yeah. Think about that. I mean, you know, yeah, I, look, Todd Helton, Todd Helton and Justin Morneau and Mark Teixeira, you can all make a case for. Um, and that's a problem when there's like three guys you can make a case for. See, I think what's, what's happening. And obviously, the and he'll free up next year because of the four guys coming off the ballot. The, the numbers are different this year. I mean, Kevin, like in the last three or four decades, and they were, yeah, it's hard to compare a guy's numbers in the 50s, mm-hmm. hitting numbers, because it was just a different game. You know, is it, it batting averages are down now, you, you know, home runs may be up, um, different things are different things, but it's almost like you used to have to be at one point, like, I, you just see guys getting in with maybe less credentials now. I'm not n- knocking a Mark Tazera. I I'm not Mark. Well, careers aren't as long either. It, but for, but I'm just saying is, and once you lower the standard, and lower is a bad word. I, I should. But once it goes down, then you can make cases for other guys, and you say, well, look at this guy. He, you know, he's, and that's one of the problems. Like, you know, again, I'm sure if I put Jimmy Rollins' numbers up against Phil Rizzuto's, Jimmy Rollins' numbers are better. Oh yeah. I'm just guessing. Uh, I'm sure I could put Bo's numbers up against Phil Rizzuto. But Phil Rizzuto played for the Yankees. Yeah. You know, he won an MVP one year. And I'm not saying Phil Rizzuto, but all I'm saying is once you put people in who are maybe marginal or, or like debatable or whatever words you want to throw in there, that's fine. But then other guys, you know, it used to be like with pitchers, you know, you didn't have a chance of getting in. Unless you won like two fifty or two seventy, well now the game has changed. You know Pedro Martinez got in. Now, he only won a little over two hundred, I think, or hundred. But he was great, and everybody that looked at Pedro said he's great. You know you didn't need to. You know my definition of a Hall of Famer. Sometimes you just look at him and you say he's a Hall of Famer. But yeah. I think past that now, you know, and you get guys like Andrew Jones who maybe are good enough, and maybe some people won't think they're good enough, but. Uh, you know, it's and and that's why it's just, it's not a um, it's not a, a a a black and white. It's a lot of gray, you know, and that's why it's so much fun debating it and arguing about it. And, and know, let's I, be like said, and let's also be honest. This is the one Hall of Fame that does still draw sure that massive amount of debate because the process is so public well, well the nfl does too i think i mean i think the yeah NFL, but it's a it's a different type of because i know what you're saying i mean like i said my one of my pet peeves not pet peeves i don't sit there but i think albert bell should be in mm-hmm. I, he had ten, a 10 year stretch where he was fabulous that is my definition of a hall of famer if you have a 10 year stretch where you are among the best at your position in the game then I shouldn't have to give you any other thing. That, right. that should, but you know. All right, so that's it for us for this uh, for this episode. We are back on Friday, uh, Friday late afternoon after I get home from work, Mister uh, Kern. Uh, we will have uh, Gonzo on from the West Coast. So, um, Gonzo, Gonzo, 
And, and on Thursday night, I will be with Eddie Barkwitz. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to be there on Thursday night as well. I should point that Moonshine out. Moonshine Pub or Moonshine yep. Tavern on East Moy Messing Street in South Philly. Bring a toy. Uh, or just bring some cash. You know, if you want, if you can't get a toy and you just want to throw 10 bucks into the jar, hey, that'll buy a toy. We'll Eddie will buy the toy. Um, but just come down, have a good time. You never know who might show up. Um, might even be me. Could, and, and I'll be behind the bar trying to pretend like I know how to make mixed drinks. And um, there's a good game on. I think it's the Charger or Chargers and KC. Chargers and KC, yeah. Pretty good game going on. And um, you'll be doing something good to help somebody who might not have a Christmas or have a good have a better Christmas. So you'll get to feel good about yourselves. And that's always a good thing. So that's it for us. Uh, Mr. Kern, I will see you on Thursday night. You got it, brother. All right. Take care. Our thanks to you for joining us. We will see you hopefully Thursday night down at Moonshine. But if not, we'll see you on Friday. This has been Work of the Beat. Well, you went uptown riding in your 